0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: All right, final hour. Lake Night News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, This weekend, we lost an icon. Uh, the greatest athlete of any professional team sport, in my opinion, Bill Russell, passed away at the age of 88. Bill Russell was more than just a phenomenal basketball player. He was a legend in everything that he did. And when I think about great athletes, I think about those that think about more than just themselves and they think about all of us. Those that want to achieve off the playing field, whether it's the baseball diamond, whether it's the football field, whether it's the basketball court, the rink in hockey, those people that know that life is to be lived in a way in which you know that if you're great on the surface in which you play, that people will gravitate to you, that people will love you, that you will garner fans. And what do you do with that? You utilize that fandom and your platform and that attention for good. And that's what Bill Russell always strived to do. I mean, he boycotted a 1961 exhibition game to address discrimination. He was a part of Mississippi's first integrated basketball camp in the wake of the assassination of Medgar Evers. He fought... For so many years in the 60s and 70s when we talk about civil rights in this country. And when you think of Muhammad Ali and you think of Jim Brown, you're going to think of Bill Russell. And you're also going to think of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I saw so many people talking about Bill Russell the last 24 hours. And how great of a man he was. Beyond just the basketball part of it. But I start thinking about, you know, in life, you think about like when you were born and who you got a chance to see, who you got a chance to be a fan of. I was a fan of Bill Russell, I was a fan of Muhammad Ali. I've been a fan of and still a fan of Cream of Doja Bar, but I, I I always feel a little bit frustrated inside because I never saw them in their primes in their respective sports. I became fans of theirs afterwards because I was born in 1973. I can watch the old highlights. I can watch the games. But I became more of a fan of those individuals because of what they stood for. Utilizing their voices. One thing about Bill Russell, I will never forget Bill Russell's laugh. And him imparting wisdom and knowledge on Kevin Garnett and so many young players. How many highlights have you seen in the last 24 hours where he's imparting some wisdom and knowledge on KG? Or Kobe? Kobe? Or whoever. Don't you just love that? I love stuff like that. But think about the basketball player. Bill Russell was the Celtics. He won 11 titles. 11. Eight in a row. Think about that. I saw a stat yesterday that we're talking about from like college all the way through he played in 21 win or go home games to decide it all 21 and in those 21 winner go home games he never lost one he was 21 no now what does that tell you about bill russell Everybody knows I'm a big Michael Jordan fan. Everybody knows that I'm a Tom Brady fan. Loved Larry Bird. Loved Magic Johnson. There's been a bunch of phenomenal winners. Derek Jeter. There's there's nobody out there, in my opinion, when we talk about professional team sports, that was greater than Bill Russell. And by the way, when we, when we talk about being a black man in America back then and being a coach in the NBA, the first black coach. It's just remarkable. He lived a phenomenal life. He lived a great life. He lived long. 88 was a heck of a run. But I look at those pictures, man, and I see the the Muhammad Ali's sitting there next to Bill Russell, and they're sitting next to Martin Luther King Jr. and they're sitting next to Malcolm X, and they're sitting next to Jim Brown. All these legends, man. I gotta tell you, I, I gotta tell you, Hammer. I wish I was around back when them was around. I love, great- I love. I'm dead serious, man. I know people will say, you know, well, back in my day. Or they say you know you know young kids talk about you know technology and what we doing that that was a time to be alive man now i know that there were a lot of things that that they had to f- battle and 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 work through the racism was off the charts think think about being the the best athlete in Boston and you're winning title after title after title and you are getting death threats huh can you imagine that
2: makes no sense does it
1: can you imagine that but I felt this man, and Bill Russell. I'm so proud to say a member of Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity, and which means a great deal to me because I'm a Kappa. Yep. Um, yeah, I just man. When when Kira Levin reached out to me today and said, "Hey, do, you know, would you like to speak about uh, Bill Russell? Um, you have any thoughts on Bill?" I, you think I didn't have time? Who says no, not me? You made time. What do you think, Hammer?
2: Well, I don't know if you know this, Tom. I've ever told you my Bill Russell story.
1: No, I've never heard this. i got to hear this.
2: All right, so back in 2002, I'm covering a Timberwolves Celtics game at Target Center. So next to PA, and I'm with Gene Harrington, who was my mentor at the time.
1: Oh, love Gene.
2: Gene's a great guy. So after the game's done, we're walking the back concourse to go to the Wolves locker room. I see this tall man walking towards Gene. He's got salt and pepper hair with a gray beard and everything. He's closer. I'm like, is that Bill Russell? Sure enough, Bill Russell was at Target Center for the game that night. He's talking to Gene like they're old friends. He's catching up. Man. And Gene introduces me to him. So I shake his hand. He was a very gentle, kind man, but he had this commanding presence. And here's the thing. I've studied like, great players on and off the court. I knew what Bill Russell meant to the league. And just, I mean, I'm not in awe of being in front of a lot of people many times. I was in awe being next to Bill Russell at that time because I'm like, here's one of the greats of all time the NBA, and I get to have a moment with him. How lucky am I at this moment?
1: The luckiest man alive.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I think Bill Russell, for all he did on the court, I think what he did off the court is maybe more noteworthy than what he did on the court. You know, for social justice and everything else.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I'll say this too. I mean, you know, we all have our list of who we think the greatest player of all time is the NBA, right? I mean, a lot of people will say Michael Jordan. That's who's top of my list. I think the only acceptable argument to Jordan is Bill Russell for how he's dominated his era when he played in the NBA.
1: Well, and I think that, at least to me, from my perspective on this, I don't think that we'll ever definitively get to that, get through that debate or get out of that debate. I agree. Of LeBron, Jordan.
2: Because there's so many variables to consider. But when we talk about
1: who's the greatest winner. Oh, Yeah. There is no debate. So no, there's no debate. He, he set the bar. He set the bar. Yes. Um Let let me let me you know what Let's take a quick break cuz okay. I want to continue this conversation That's because fine, yes. because you took it somewhere that I want to go to. Okay. All right. And I'm not going to tease you with what it is. We'll just pick up on where you just left off next year on late night. All right, welcome back to late night. And I hope that Hammer is not going to get upset with me. I hope that he rolls with me on this one. He's just got to trust me on this one, on this next topic. But I definitely wanted to get into it because we've we've been talking about Bill Russell. And it has to do with him going down memory lane about his, his unique opportunity to meet Bill Russell. Do you remember what year that was?
2: Yes, 2002. All
1: right, 2002. Okay, so you were relatively new in the business, I'm assuming, just like I was. Yeah, it's a couple of years in. Okay. But you mentioned Gene Harrington. Yes. And I wanted to go back to Gene. And and I want to go back to Gene because Gene was such an amazing reporter and the nicest guy in the world. And I say that because, and you will echo this. I know you agree with me on this 100%. When you are new to this, there's always a comforting vet that is on press row, that is in a locker room, that is welcoming that is always accommodating and helping to new faces. And I remember when I was a young dude just, you know, not knowing what the hell was going on at K-Fan, Gene was always around. And Gene was a super cool dude that was always carrying his uh, uh, Moran around, right? Yes. And – I didn't even know, like, I knew that you guys were friends. I didn't know that he was a mentor of yours until you started producing this show because you had mentioned that about Gene before. Yeah. But I I bring up Gene just because in that specific moment when you just brought up in that story, um, I know that you miss him every day. I miss Gene. Um, You guys had a a deeper, more impactful relationship because he was your mentor. But I mention it now because I didn't know that Gene had passed away because, remember, I left the market in 2013. Yes. I didn't get back here till 2018. I'm looking at Gene's obituary for the first time right now in the Star Tribune that he passed away August 4th of 2015. So I was nowhere to be found. I wasn't here in the state. Um, but when I look at, at this and it says Gene had over 60 years of broadcasting on radio and TV, and he enjoyed mentoring younger broadcasters. That's a hundred percent correct. And then I find out that Gene's a Cretin grad. I didn't know that either. But um, wow. Uh, t- tell me, man, what would it? What, tell me what did Gene mean, mean to you, man?
2: I uh, basically, you know, he just. Basically, just took me under his wing. He just showed me the ropes, how we do things. Uh, he shared a lot of old stories. I think one of my favorites is that you know, he actually worked with Lombardi and the Packers for a little bit too, because he had this little like training device that he was trying to sell, and he showed it to Lombardi, and Lombardi loved it, and so he was going to go uh, the rest of the NFL. And Lombardi's like, no, 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 you're coming with us. So he's like strength coordinator for one a year, and just you know stories like that about Gene, like the experiences he had. That's what really got my attention because you know, you know, growing up, like you know, I like hear about the past, and, you know, like. What people went through back in the sixties, seventies or eighties, you can learn from stuff like that. And so Gene was not so much a mentor, also a teacher as well, too. So
1: You know, the thing about like when you think about media, right? Yeah. You're gonna always have those individuals that um when they when they walk around in their presence, you know that they're just knowledgeable. Yeah, we everybody knew that that Sid Hartman was knowledgeable. Yes, right. You just knew that because it's Sid Hartman. Mm-hmm. Um, Gene, same way. Right now in media, Royce, and yes. then there's somebody else that I feel is extremely knowledgeable. And guess who that other person is? Who would that be? Britt Robson.
2: Yeah, you know Britt doesn't get the credit he deserves. Br- Britt is Britt's super a, knowledgeable. Britt has man. seen a lot,
1: and 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 he's so versatile in terms of, like, me and him just don't talk about sports. We talk about Mm -hmm. music and going to different shows. Um, He's just a cool guy that way. I I love being able to talk about anything with certain people. There are just certain people that they're just so, like, their lives, there's so much wealth of knowledge of so many different things because that's just who they are. But, man, Gene had a great run, at 86. He was 86 years old. You just took me me on the way back machine, bro.
2: You know, I just, I I can't help it. It just turned out that way. I mean, you know, Gene taught me a lot and everything. I mean, I had two good mentors, him and Roger Buxton over at the Minnesota News Network that helped me get to where I am here. And then, you know, I learned from Sid on the sports huddle too. I mean, you think about kind of like Luke Skywalker. I learned from like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda, (laughs) who's Roger and Gene, and then Darth Vader, who's Sid.
1: Oh, man. And I
2: mean, in the nicest way possible.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. But that's just that. That, that is quite amazing, dude. Yeah. I, I think. I think in a moment like this, you don't. It, it makes you realize how blessed we've been. Yeah. I think that's the bigger point of what I'm of where I'm trying to go with this segment. It, it, it really does make you think yeah. about the blessings that you have in your life and the people that have come into your life and the people that have helped you along the way.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, I've I learned this also the last couple of years too with people coming into the business here trying to learn their stuff. I've tried to teach them like what I've learned. Say, here's how I've done it. Here's what I've experienced. You know, don't worry about such such thing. It'll work out this way. And some people take those lessons to heart. Other people just you know they panic too much. They're like just relax. It'll all be fine. And just. I try to, like, give back a little bit.
1: We should always give back, man.
2: Yeah, and then you're the same way, too. I try to. I mean, We both do.
1: I try to. All right, coming up next, let's get back to Twins Baseball. We're going to do the, uh, the final 30 minutes of the show on Twins Baseball, two different segments. But uh, this next segment, we'll take a look at, uh, we'll, in the commercial break, we'll take a look at weather, and then we'll talk about what took place here tonight at Target Field, the Twins win in a walk-off.